Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Science Faction. The only show where a scientist, a comedian, and a comedian scientist come together to discuss science. Comedically. Hello and welcome to Science Faction 666. Science Faction Devilish Science. Devilish, I like, like uh, today we'll be summoning the master of all science. That's right, Satan, mm-hmm. kids. Satan will be here to teach you about physics and chemistry. And he's going to be here to clear, clear up that whole Bible thing. Listen, he just was the nerdy science guy amongst the angels. God, in all of his jockness, would beat him up and bully him mm-hmm. and then wrote a book about what an evil piece of shit he was. He just wants to teach you science. And I've also read that uh, he's the guy who buried all the dinosaur bones. Like he just, he, he had a shovel and, and like a 3D printer, and then he just, he printed a bunch of dinosaur boats, buried them. By the way, maintaining superposition. He did a great job with his layering of silt. They don't tell you that, but like, like, okay, first off, the dinosaurs were buried, but he brought them up to show man, like, God, listen, there are these giant lizards that existed. And then God was like, no, they weren't meant to find them. I don't like science. Bury them again. So yes, technically he buried the boats. However... He's not the bad guy portrayed in the story. And speaking of the guy who buries the bones on this show, I, of course, am your host, comedian archaeologist Robert Timothy. With me, as always, is the guy who will never bury a bone a day in his life, none other than our comedian, Mr. Damien Mercado. Damien, how are you doing this afternoon? You're right. I will not bury a bone because I am a nerdy Satan-like scientist. Whereas, like, you, people don't talk, but, like, Jesus talked like a frat guy. Like, I'd like to bury a bone and hurt everybody. I'd like to salvate. I'd like to offer that pussy some salvation. You know what I'm talking about? And people worship that guy. That guy was a fucking heel. Oh, dude. He was just turning water into wine and then shotgunning the shit out of it. Yeah, and Pontius Pilate like turned him in for date rape. That was like <laughs> Pontius Pilate, the great betrayer, was just like, "Yeah, dude, he date raped that girl." I'm oh, there's a thirty pieces of silver bounty. I'll gladly take it. Thank you. Yeah, what you don't Bro, realize Pontius. is that scene where he's like overturning the money changers uh, tables in the in the temple. It was actually just because the money changers were supporting the rival football team. He's like, "Oh yeah, fuck those guys!" Like flip the table over. Yeah, this is the Bank of America. Yeah, we sponsor all collegiate teams, man. Like we sponsor, we sponsor the uh, the Nazarene Marys, which after your birth will change. It's actually kind of meant to be an insult to your football team. If you think about it, Jesus getting mad at the money changers doing business in the temple, which was technically you know his dad's house, is the ultimate example of my dad owns this dealership. <laughs> he'd be really upset to, to learn what has happened to uh southern christianity today it's all it's it's all televangelism should i tell him about billy graham joel Osteen? it's not nearly as much flexing and shotgunning wine uh, and if you want to flex and shotgun wine go ahead and check out our patreon you can search robert timothy on patreon for four extra science articles every single week what if Jesus was like a uh, like a like a fucking redneck rube of the time? <laughs> like him and his buddies walking around with like the equivalent to overalls and fucking MAGA hats. <laughs> We're gonna flip over these money tables. <laughs> I'm turning water into wine. <laughs> uh, let's move right on to science articles. From molecules to particles, this is science articles. That's a Bible I would read. It's way less preachy and way more like just kind of fun, like kind of dumb stories. Yeah. <laughs> Little did you know, he actually created those two fish uh, just to hide in the Kappa Six basement so that it would start smelling. <laughs> <laughs> 
He also did that thing where he puts his hand in the water to catch the fish. <laughs> it's actually, I caught a loaf of bread over my hand, but then I turned it into a fish. Oh, noodling? He was noodling for, for bread. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he was for catfish. <laughs> they're, they're both rednecks and frat boys in this analogy. Yeah. I don't know. A weird mix. Uh, dear, article number one, an Alzheimer's vaccine. Is this real? Because we've been, uh, or is this just something we're doing in mice? Because uh, this is, uh, we, we've talked a lot about uh, Alzheimer's possible causes. Right. It's all, it's all plaques. It's all plaques. It's like, it's like. Um, well, plaques are, are like the diagnostic quality that we say, look, if you have these amyloid beta plaques, when we look in your brain during autopsy, that's how we know you had Alzheimer's disease. But there is this back and forth as to whether the plaques are the cause of Alzheimer's disease or if they are just a symptom, just causation versus correlation. And we talked before about how a very famous paper that turned out to be fraud in like 2006 came out that put us down the amyloid beta plaque route. And th that later turned out to be a fraud case that we later uncovered just, just very recently in looking the, those, uh, the way they do those tests. And that it might actually just be where we are seeing a correlation. People who have some kind of underlying brain disease that we call Alzheimer's also develop these plaques. And we've talked about this before, about how we've developed these medicines that clear out those amyloid beta plaques. And they, they kind of have mixed results. They don't seem to make Alzheimer's go away. So that kind of makes people think that Ooh, maybe the plaques aren't the cause of it. I'm pretty sure I've discovered what this vaccine is it. And I've been taking it for years. Is it just Sudoku? Because I started doing Sudoku. I hate it. Mm -hmm. It's math. It's a math game. It's yep. the stupidest thing. But I have to believe the reason people do it is to avoid Alzheimer's, just to keep the brain active, keep it limber. We're, th we're forcing it. We're forcing a shitty math game down your throat. Yeah, it's one of those like spoonful of the uh, sugar makes the medicine go down. Only uh, it's just a spoonful of Sudoku for math. It's to keep people like you who who were ardently against, as you claimed, you claimed a, I believe, a religious exemption from math class when we were in our younger <laughs> years. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> math and then i said some anti-semitic things killed jesus math <laughs> and some anti-semitic things now if you'll excuse me i'm gonna go shotgun some wine and find some fish <laughs> i've been listening to some frat boys i've <laughs> <laughs> been giving me some some pretty crazy ideas so damien they they are looking at the possibility of using a vaccine to fight Alzheimer's disease. Uh, however, this isn't some brand new mRNA vaccine that was just produced in the last eight months. In fact, this is a 100-year-old tuberculosis vaccine. Did they realize, like, wow, people died 75 years ago. <laughs> Not a single case of Alzheimer's, but this generation, the Sudoku generation of all generations. It's so weird. We don't have a single record of any of the soldiers in World War II dying of Alzheimer's disease in World War II. It was all like shrapnel wounds and, <laughs> and vehicle crashes. It's like that uh, picture of the plane with uh, with all the bullet holes in it. Yeah, <laughs> like, where, uh, where do you reinforce the plane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we don't need to reinforce the, uh, the pilot's chambers. That's for certain. We know that. Uh, no, this is actually a vaccine we've talked a bunch about on the show, the BCG vaccine, as as Damien, I believe, called it, the Big Cock Gains vaccine. Yeah, I was already trying to think of a new of a new acronym for it. <laughs> Big Cock, Big Cock, that's there. Maybe maybe Big Cum, Big Cum. I like the idea that you couldn't remember your original crass acronym for it because you likely have Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> I was no, I was on a weightlifting kick before, so gains <laughs> that was already in my mind. 
so this was developed over 100 years ago for treating tuberculosis. We've talked a bunch on this show about how we've seen it have effects well beyond tuberculosis. It's still used to this day in bladder cancer surgery. So after they remove the bladder cancer, they give the BCG vaccine in there, and we think it alters our immune system to basically fight off new forms of cancer that would spring up in that in the bladder. Like, really, really, really interesting stuff. And it's been around forever. Obviously, it's off patent, so it's you know very, very cheap to do and to give and stuff. Uh, this was a study of 49 individuals who got the BCG vaccine, and they ended up having lower levels of beta amyloid clumps in the brain when they were checked on later. And that's a really, really interesting correlation. There's a couple of reasons why we think this might be. To further it up, they then did a further study of 15 adults that already had mild to moderate Alzheimer's with mild cognitive impairment to see if they got a similar effect. And they seem to, which means that it seemed to not only protect those who had yet to have any Alzheimer's symptoms, but it seemed to have an effect on individuals who were already displaying cognitive impairment and had already had moderate to, to mild Alzheimer's. So very interesting because it's the idea that this old 100-year-old vaccine that we've been using for weird stuff in the interim, long after we stopped using it for tuberculosis, we have used it for things like bladder cancer and things like that. And, and it might stimulate some kind of immune response where the immune response itself, in this case, we think it might moderate the immune response that's going on within the brain that's causing Alzheimer's. So if you imagine instead of beta amyloid plaques being the cause, you have some kind of immune response to the brain, which is one of our leading theories going on, and the beta amyloid plaques are just the result of that immune response, that maybe this vaccine, when introduced to the brain, somehow alters the immune system so it's no longer attacking those areas, and then therefore you're not getting the beta amyloid plaques. Now, what do I have to do to get this vaccine? Now, could I go to Mexico on yes. uh, some medical tourism? You can do that. You can do it here. You can do it in Mexico. You can get it. It's dirt cheap, by the way, because again, it's been off patent for 90 some odd years. Like, it's cheap to get, cheap to manufacture, easy to use, easy to do. We've been doing it for 100 plus years, so it's got a pretty long and established safety record. It's one of those things that, you know, we probably know most of the side effects because it's so widely, it has been so widely used in the past. So, I mean, like, could I, I mean, theoretically, if I want to do a good deed, I, he I hear this story, I could run into a memory carrier, maybe not a memory carrier, because that might be a bit advanced, but who knows, maybe it'll have some effect. Sure. But I could run into a, a retirement village sure. or something and just and so start screaming, everybody take this, leave pamphlets all around I, I about mean, I taking this. I think you have to dress up like Steve Irwin. You put it in, you put the, the vaccine in a blow dart. <laughs> And you hide behind a ficus and wait wait for like an old lady to and you pop out you you blow dart her and you hide back again and then uh, she's she like starts screaming and the the healthcare nurses come and they go what happened she's like the, the crazy jungle man shot me from behind the bush and they're like all right Gladys and they take her in and that way you can do a bunch of them without anybody knowing and also become old people's nightmares. <laughs> and then like uh but like one day i was like kind of like uh gloating over like one of the uh blue hairs that i shot and i got stabbed in the heart by uh by a hairpin yes <laughs> just like wildly just randomly and then of course my camera assistant pulled out the pin and that's what killed me by the way i i, I love this we, we've joked about the steve Irwin thing a lot but yeah. like like we joke but like think of like uh you know if, like a jackass or a, a punk mm -hmm. style prank show yeah. but the underlying point of all those prank shows is that somebody ultimately is hurt or wronged and right. then you're kind of like oh we got you good right these are medically beneficial pranks yeah 
punked but for good. We're like that. We're like like that. There's like punked you'd see in heaven and punked you'd see in hell. And so we're we're darting people with that uh, stuff that makes it so you can't get high on opiates anymore. Oh, we're yeah. like shooting. Uh, <laughs> heroin addicts in the park which by the way also like my life is sucked so hard I'm, I don't have a home every day I'm turning into a feral human being yeah. the one fucking thing I have that can either A release me from my hell by if God willing ODing me right. or B just make this hell a little and you just took that from me you piece of shit oh thank you now I get to now I get to work at McDonald's if I could become not feral enough thank you <laughs> We have a version of it uh, where we sneak by with guys who have like trouble with empathy with a little nasal spray of oxytocin and get it up there real quick and run the other way. I, I've I've said instead of like that uh, psych, uh, psilocybin, but then there has to be like a therapist right there who's like, oh man, you'll kill, continue getting punk. Walk through that experience for me, bro. <laughs> oh man, that's terrible. Oh man, we got you so good. You got so much healing done, bro. As of 2004, we've also developed a, a nasal spray vaccine called Protolin, which is actually similar. It, it doesn't directly train the immune system to attack beta amyloid plaques, but it activates immune cells so that they can eat proteins, basically eat up those beta amyloids. And in theory, Protolin could make immune cells more responsive to the bacteria and viruses thought to raise Alzheimer's in the first place. So if if it is HSV2, which is one of the theories, if it's you know one of these other viruses, it might be that certain nasal spray vaccines could actually help you fight off the infections that then lead to Alzheimer's down the road if it is an autoimmune disease. Now, the, the hypothesis here is you get some kind of disease, let's say it's HSV2, that harbors itself in your brain. Uh, your immune system is trying to fight that disease. In trying to fight it, it kind of goes haywire a little bit and starts eating out other parts of your brain that are otherwise like healthy. And then the beta amyloid plaques are just the result of that. And so if oh, that no, is- I can't do math anymore. Sorry, guys. I Bobby, you know I was a calculus student, but these beta amyloid plaques just took that. Yeah. I guess I can't calculate the tip, guys. I guess I'm just going <laughs> to leave the bill to you guys. <laughs> And and there are Alzheimer's drugs, like we talked about, that are designed just to go after those beta amyloid plaques. They kind of have some mixed results. Some people seem to say have results, but they, they certainly are not definitive. My favorite, if you remember, just because of the name, was Lacanamab, which we decided was one of uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter's sons. <laughs> no, it's okay. I can call him that. Somebody <laughs> said I could call him that. Bro, Lacanabab, let me off, man. This was just like a bum charge in the first place, bro. <laughs> For some reason, I just went to Dog the Bounty Hunter, even though that his name was Lacanabab in this scenario, <laughs> just calling his son the N-word nonstop. <laughs> because it's okay, a black dude said I could say it. I can do this. And then just writing that excuse despite... I mean, those drugs also have a bunch of side effects and stuff, and it doesn't seem like they're definitively working. Now, it does seem to have some effect for some people, so it might be that what we call Alzheimer's more broadly is actually a series of smaller things, some of which amyloid beta plaques are causing problems, some of which amyloid beta plaques you know, are the result of problems. Whatever it is, I think it's always interesting when we can repurpose old stuff. So the big cock gains vaccine, I think that it's great that we can <laughs> find this super old, essentially free thing that might end up, you know, stopping, halting, or at least slowing down the progression of one of the most horrific diseases you can get. By the way, an incredibly common disease in older people and like the sixth leading cause of death in the United States. Like it's way worse than when you think of Alzheimer's, a lot of people think of like, oh, that's a that's a super rare diagnosis. It is shockingly common as as people age and get older. And so like having something that can fight it could really alleviate a ton of overall suffering. 
Yeah, I mean, it's 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 so far. I mean, on a long enough timeline, if other organs don't give out, like all all brains go through dementia yeah. of some of some case, and then. Uh, but yeah, my my grandfather recently just passed of uh, of 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 Alzheimer's, and let me just say. Like, like, uh, if he has it, that means there's a good chance. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know how genetic it is, but maybe, sure. maybe I got it. Yeah. And, uh, just, just, uh, if you guys have never experienced Alzheimer's, just imagine uh, your loved one and just every, a, a bit of them dying every day until they don't even recognize you. Yeah. So, uh, dart them, Steve Irwin them yes. with this big Cox gain vaccine. Yes. Not only that, but the gains that your loved one's old cock will get is like, they'll thank you. They'll never be able to thank you because they're a family member and they won't be able to be like, Hey, look at, look at the, look at the veins. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> I I mean I think we should rebrand it. Like since it's off patent, we could actually buy a bunch of BCG vaccine. We could rebrand it as Big Cock Gain, sell it in uh, gas stations like around the county, like at, like they do with fake Viagra. We sell it as Big Cock Gains. A bunch of people are like, oh man, this is gonna make my dick huge. They take it, not realizing we're actually protecting their brain. Okay. Okay. Um, this is another type of prank type thing. Another like another hu- piece of hijinks. But again, for good. Uh-huh. We are we are Batman and the Joker mixed. Joker's uh, modus operandi. Uh-huh. Batman's ethics and moral code. Okay. All right. You know. Okay. Uh, what is one thing seniors love more than anything else? Conservative news swindling them out of money. Okay. okay? So basically, we are going to sell them like an Alex Jones type virility, whatever serum, like serum that keeps the the, the Democrats, the Democrats from uh, from taking over the government that makes you immune to their to their globalist mind control. All right. Sure. And it's just it's an ad, it's an additive or maybe it's an injection. I don't know. We're going to have to talk to a scientist about that. I, I mean, yes, we will unfortunately be keeping horrible voters around longer to ruin our democracy <laughs> when Alzheimer's is one of the few things relieving us from their burden. I really like the idea of a bunch of a series of pranks we set up or, or maybe not even pranks, tricks sort of to get people to do good deeds they wouldn't otherwise do. Like, for instance... What if we created what we called a drinking game and we distributed it to local fraternities, but it's like, man, every time they say fuck in the big Lebowski, you go volunteer at the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> we just- you say that until like there's some very like like the, the boys of the Boys and Girls Club like start showing up drunk, like start commenting. Yeah, I totally would hit that. Dude, you're 13, man. Yeah, I'd smash it. But they're not Mrs. actually- Mrs. Gonzalez teaches Spanish with Badass, yeah. That's the thing. They're not actually drinking. They're just sending them out to go volunteer and play some basketball with some underprivileged children, right? So it's just, it's like, hey, yeah, bro, 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 check this drinking game out. It's never have I ever. So you hold up a hand, you do something fuck, you say something fucking crazy you've done, right? And then uh, if the other guy hasn't done it, they have to put one finger up and then go pick up all the trash outside of a senior citizen's facility. Yeah, bro, bro, this is awesome. Never have I ever told my parents that I love and respect them and that I would miss them if they were gone. And then, like, all the guys have to leave. Fuck, bro! I hate playing with this guy. (laughs) And then Jesus comes in. Never have I ever let the party down with this one! Woo! (laughs) Damn, Jesus turns ambient noise into air horn sounds? That dude's dope. Article number two, why is Ireland missing its earthquakes? I saw, let me say, Bobby, I saw this on the name Seamus O'Finnegan. I'm calling in 
I'm a first time caller, long time listener. Let me just say, I, 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 I got a copy of the notes because I think you emailed it to Damien and as well as uh, Seamus O'Finnegan. This is total malarkey, total bullcrap. If I was Irish, and, and the, we have an entire island of people who drinks whiskey every day, and if our island was shaken, it, it was hard to go one place or the other without falling, we'd know. We would know if the room was spinning around beside us. <laughs> My guess was going to be potatoes. Like, I think they just planted so many potatoes that they've absorbed earthquakes as they come up. And then, you know, when people, when they wake up from their drunk naps and like their house is destroyed because there was an earthquake, they just think, ah, well, clearly me and the missus got another row again last night. (laughs) I probably did quite a bit of domestic violence on her. Uh, I'm trying to think of more racist things I could could postulate as to why Ireland doesn't have earthquakes. Oh, I know. Too many kids holding down the surface of the earth, right? So like if you have nine (laughs) kids per couple, there's so much weight on the crust of the earth above Ireland that it presses, along with the potatoes presses down <laughs> prevents the earthquakes <laughs> and, and also the color green is very stabilizing to the eye it doesn't it doesn't shake much on the spectrum oh i know uh, much like uh, we found out that if you're fracking and you 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 force a bunch of liquid down into the fault lines you could actually cause uh, earthquakes to happen a little bit earlier by by essentially lubricating the fault lines the irish have done the opposite by pouring out so many Guinnesses, Guinness sips for the homies, so to speak. Like, there's so many dead Irishmen, <laughs> you have to pull, pour a sip out that it's saturated the ground and created a water-like barrier preventing earthquakes from coming up. <laughs> That's all. See, I was going to go like, uh, I was going to go that uh, um, there was uh, uh, so much urine into the ground that ah. it eventually formed like a calciumed crust. Similar, yes. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Island rocks. It's, it's a great. Uh, if you ever want to go to a quote unquote first world country that's yeah. kind of like second world, but with kind of a first world like coat of varnish yeah. on top, check out Ireland. I've been there. <laughs> and you'll notice it's the small things. And this isn't a joke. The hamburgers are just a little off. Like they use like a little donkey or something. Like, like <laughs> and, then, and then you cross the line, you go into Belfast, Northern Ireland. Yeah. Say what you want about the British. There was a lot less happening on that side. But uh, the hamburgers taste right. And that's it's just one of the, you, like you have a hamburger. Uh-huh. Okay. This is, I know this is cow. I know what a cow tastes like. And this is a cow. <laughs> I O'Malley's shitting in the hamburgers again. Yes, and it was at every place, whether we were in Cork, whether we were in Dublin, whether we were in Galway, all they have, like, 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 like uh, turns out, like, it's like that episode of The Simpsons, where, like, they, they paint a, a horse like a cow, and to them, that's a cow, ah, it's a cow, it's an Irish cow, it is. Uh, oh, I got it. Uh, earthquakes are somewhat perpetuated by people walking around on the earth at all given times. And uh, because between the hours of like 5 a.m. and 9 a.m. every morning, there is nobody walking around due to hangovers, there are less earthquakes in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a heavy sleeper, like like we supposedly live in the ring of fire and there are earthquakes all over the place in San Diego. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, like, like you know, when people are weighing, like, earthquake, I am a super heavy sleeper. Yeah. As such, I can only remember one fucking earthquake in my life. In yeah. my almost 40 years being in as a California resident, I can only remember one earthquake. Being a heavy, like, like you can't, like, sleep. I'm a heavy sleeper, so I slept through a hurricane. <laughs> like, there's no, you can't do that. 
dude. So, like, you might think, well, it must be false, right? They don't have faults. But it's, they can't be false because the actual, the major faults that go through the rest of Britain cut through Ireland, too. The exact same faults. And while we don't think All of... All the faults in Ireland are in the people. That's the problem, Bobby. <laughs> we've, we've absorbed them from the ground. And a little bit <laughs> in the history. Uh, so... <laughs> It's not the faults, though, because while we don't think of, like, the rest of Britain as, like, super earthquake-prone or anything, there actually are a ton of small little earthquakes that go through the rest of Britain all, all the time. Or Britain, I guess, because because most of Ireland's not in Britain. But in, in Ireland, there aren't, even though those same faults traverse it. So, like, what's going on? It can't be faults. It can't be that. And there's been a bunch of research into exactly what's going on. My favorite part about this article is, like... When they were talking about it, they're like, yeah, this has been a mystery for a long time, but we didn't start looking into it till like, 2011. And I was like, fucking Ireland. <laughs> they're like, why don't you have any, why don't you have any earthquakes? And they're like, stop questioning the good thing, Seamus. <laughs> Listen, in order for an earthquake to be recorded, a certain percentage of the population has to be upright and not passed out drunk on the ground. And if a nation can't meet that bare minimum threshold, you cannot officially record an earthquake. Uh, dear. But the answer they came up with, Damien, it's all about that thickness. Damn, those thick Irish uh-huh. bitches soil. That thick Irish soil, bro. <laughs> Kind of, specifically the lithosphere thickness. So the lithosphere, it's the outermost rocky part of the Earth. And that has the crust. It's got the upper mantle, which is the solid part, not like the magma underneath. And we have done these measurements, again, in like the last 20 years, because nobody thought to do them before. And we found that that particular lithosphere is bigger. It's thicker and more importantly it's less warm so because it's cooler and because it's thicker we think that it transmits those force waves much less well than it that it does in other places like britain that has much thinner uh lithosphere and so uh, much thinner and it's warmer so it kind of has some more fluctuations to it so we think that because ireland has the cooler thicker thicker lithosphere even though it's sitting on the exact same faults from the exact the, the exact same distance from the epicenter of those earthquakes you are not feeling them in ireland the way you are in other parts of britain like uh that's it's kind of like with lithosphere or anything like both the same faults both the same same roughly this genetically the same people mm-hmm. the, the british and the irish sure but uh the irish are cooler cooler uh than the british and i think that's why they're less the more fun and less employable more <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the job like if you're saying like less employable less employable as an engineer yes you are correct uh if you are saying less employable as somebody who on a bet will fight with a moose you're incorrect like i i have seen <laughs> i have seen multiple irishmen get drunk on stays in canada and fight you s- fight a moose uh, uh go ahead and even say that to a british person they will spit out their tea so fast and yes. drop their monocle what what did you say I'll fight a moose <laughs> i've seen multiple irishmen in uh who are foreign exchange student in canada try and fight a moose and at least two irishmen uh, still in Ireland, try and fight a moose, which is really impressive. <laughs> there was a moose. Can you imagine he's so drunk he saw a moose? I made the shit out of him. There are no, uh, uh, Mr. Sullivan, there are no m- mooses, mooses, however you were saying it last night. <laughs> mooses to pieces. Not anymore. 
Get <laughs> 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 head mounted on my wall. That was our server. Plus, <laughs> you're, a, you're a monster. And once the police sober up, they will be coming to arrest you, sir. Just rip the upper forks off like a this Suzuki motorcycle and put it on the thing. I, I got the moose. I, I think the, the we talked about the potato famine, which we mock the Irish for nonstop. But I, I was re- re- listening to a history podcast. Turns out that was just like like the British did that to them. Like, you know, like the Irish used to grow more food. But like, you know, the British, you know, as they did with their empire, just kind of forced potatoes on them. And they could have given them more crops. But it was just eh, it's just the Irish. It's too expensive to send them other types of food. Yeah. And so this this thing that like we shit on the Irish for was actually just an act of cruel. It's like shitting on the Native Americans. Well, no, I wouldn't shit on I wouldn't shit on them for the potato famine. No, it's not, it's not their fault. And by the way, it's also not the British fault that there was a blight that came through. Right, they didn't understand horticulture yep. at that point. They didn't get that you shouldn't do mono- monocultures in their mind. They they had things very organized. Like, well, they're good at growing potatoes here, so this is where potatoes should come from. Let's just put them all here. And they didn't understand well, why. Apparently, that's... they didn't. They didn't flex the. Uh, they didn't like. They're like, well, we could send them other food stocks. Sure. No, we'll just have a certain amount. We have too many Irish anyway. This problem will work itself out. <laughs> this is. Listen, listen. We're sitting here suffering earthquakes and early mornings like dumb motherfuckers. The least we can do is make sure they don't have a wide variety of food. You know, maybe the situation because uh, I think there was a there was a famous quote when I was in Ireland. Uh, there was a famous quote where like uh, there was a there was an Irish trader. Like he was a, he was born in Ireland, but like uh, he was like the, he was like the Mexican Republican. You know, like what do you mean I'm American as anybody else? Uh, but he was somebody was somebody accused him of being Irish, like as an adult, as like, you know, he's a white haired, you know, white wigged British lord now. He said, just because somebody was born in a barn does not make them a horse. And I thought, like, you know, if that's like a whole nation's take on Ireland. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. Thank you, audience, for coming back for Science Faction 666. Apparently, Science Faction shit on the Irish. Where you we can all- say it because you're Irish. <laughs> Where you learned all about <laughs> a possible Alzheimer's vaccine and why Ireland is missing its earthquakes. Thanks so much for joining us. And come on back next week for Science Faction 667. Oh, shit. The secret's out. They know it's not real. Be cow and the hamburgers. Paddy, Seamus, wake up. Time to find a new animal to grind up. You've been listening to Science Faction. Wait, that's not right. <laughs>